<clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking and my voice is cracking. <laughs> Hello, pod fam. I'm going to do it this time. Oh, you're going to do it? Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I am. So hello to our pod family. I hope everybody's doing well. How are you doing, Laura? I'm doing pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I'm eating ice cream. That sounds delicious. Um, I don't have any ice cream in this household, but I did have a butter tart. Well, that that's okay then. That's passable. Yes, it makes up for it, I think. Yeah, I beat my boyfriend at virtual pool three Ooh. to one. So wow. like, and that never happens. Like if we're ever playing some sort of like computer game, he always wins. And this mm-hmm. is the first time in like seven years that I've won a computer game. Wow. So he took me out for some celebratory ice cream. And I, I got, um, got to Baskin Robbins. Nice, nice. So I went, I got strawberry and a scoop of chocolate peanut butter that sounds delicious are you like me where like you just really have a nice appreciation for strawberry ice cream you know it's so weird I have had this weird craving for strawberry ice cream for the past week Mm -hmm. and I'm never like I like strawberry ice cream but it's never one of my go-tos yeah so yeah I finally broke down and got some strawberry Love that for you. I was the same. I never wanted strawberry ice cream before, but now it's my go-to all the time. Yeah, like it's – because usually I'm either like, okay, we're going for like the savory, like because I love I love peanut butter chocolate ice cream, and then I also love like salted caramel or butterscotch, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or I go for something like minty or mango fruity sherbet side, and strawberry ice cream is just that nice in the middle, you know? It's still creamy. It's – still fruity it's pretty good I feel like it's very underrated yes I think it's very refreshing is why I like it is it feels very summery you know it does yes feels very very summery yeah but probably not the most appropriate thing to be eating for what we're going to be talking about today but you know whatever no I don't care care. but what tea are you drinking today Ooh, so okay I can never pronounce this tea because it's got a really long name, but it's mm-hmm. the fem- femininity tea. Femininity tea? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot okay. of N's and I's in it. There and is a lot of N's. It's a special tea that is for the ladies. Nice. And I'll just read you the ingredients because really you could probably blend this tea anywhere. And Mm -hmm. it is a sweet fennel seed with raspberry leaves and spearmint leaves. That sounds delicious. Yes. So it's meant to relieve any PMS. I feel like I need that lately. Does it help relieve moodiness? Because that's my biggest problem. Um, Okay. It says pain associated with menstruation. So I'm not sure on the whole like mood thing. But tea in itself is very soothing. So maybe. Maybe. For me, I am drinking tranquility. Oh, that like sounds tra- lovely. Like tranquil. Yes. Tea. Oh, see, we both have like little pun teas tonight because I've got the yes. femininity <laughs> tea and you've got the tranquil tea. Yes. I checked the ingredients because it's actually a fancy tea, so I thought you would be proud of me for it. And it has rose hip peels. Mm-hmm. It has peppermint, 
Nice. And chamomile leaves. Oh, that's all very soothing. Yes, and I need that today because I've been feeling pretty anxious. And maybe it's Mercury retrograde, but I thought that shit was supposed to end yesterday. We're in the shadow phase now. See, that's it. The shadow phase fucks with me. I don't know why. No avoiding it, sadly. No avoiding it. There's technological issues everywhere. People can't communicate. You're not entirely sure what emotions you're feeling. It's really great. Love it. Love the planets. Fun times. Fun times. So today we are going to be talking about natural health methods that we have tried out, and we are going to explore four topics. So to start, we are going to talk about the naturopath. Have you ever seen a naturopath, Laura? I have many times for the past few years. Yes. So I've had experience with them since I think I was 17. And in summary, I like to look at naturopathic medicine as a method that seeks to address the root cause of an issue that you're having in your health and seeking to resolve it as opposed to just masking symptoms. But the actual uh, definition or what the Institute of Natural Medicine defines it as is that it's a holistic system of medicine that combines natural therapeutic traditions with modern science to restore and optimize health. Different naturopathic interventions can include nutrition advice that's oriented towards addressing a particular health concern. So I know uh, there was a time, I think in late 2017, where both me and Laura went to the same naturopath for nutrition advice because uh, we really needed to go back to basics. And at least for me, I was having uh, way too many refined carbs and gluten to a point where I would wake up every day feeling hungover. So we had to restructure my diet to go back to being just basic meat, vegetables, starch and stuff. So that was really helpful. At the time, our naturopath had written us like little emails that specified all the things that she was like, okay, you can still eat that, but like maybe don't eat as much as you are right now because that's a lot of gluten, baby. If you remember that. (laughs) That's one of the things I love about the naturopath and maybe it's just the one that we saw. But I find that they build that relationship a little bit more with Mm -hmm. their clients. Um, And I don't want to knock Western medicine. Like I still go to my regular doctor. But there's there's an obvious difference going into my medical doctor's office versus the naturopath office. Like, you know, one, I don't, you know, knock on wood. I do not have to go to the doctor very often. But, you know, she doesn't know me very well personally where I walk into the naturopath and she's asking me like personal questions about my life, you know, my stress Mm -hmm. levels. Um, We've really like established this relationship. And so I feel very comfortable as a patient being open with her. Yeah. Like your naturopath, when they are doing their initial assessment and any assessments that you have in later appointments, they're really trying to get a holistic picture of who you are. That includes lifestyle, like what's going on in your relationships, what's going on in your family, how are you feeling mentally, what do you do for work, you know? Yeah. Uh, So back to the interventions, they also, instead of traditional prescription drugs that you would receive from your family doctor, in my experience, they aren't able to prescribe those. So they'll usually use homeopathics and herbal medicine. 
They will also prescribe some lifestyle recommendations. And a huge thing for them is teaching preventative measures to ensure you are your healthiest and to help you avoid illness moving forward. So that one's a huge one for me because considering like we're both super young right now. So like, yes, we're healthy, but I would rather avoid future health issues by addressing what could lead to them now, you know? Yes. And a huge mentality of the naturopath is that food is medicine. So, you know, we've, we talked about it a lot in our food episode that we did, but, uh, what, what they also do is I, I find it helped me set those habits, you know, like you just said, we're young now, we're fine right now, but we don't want to, you know, fall down later on in life. So it really is helping you set your boundaries, get your good habits going, and then you can live a nice, healthy life. Definitely. I agree with that. And when might you seek out a naturopath? This one is really dependent on honestly what you're looking for. So in one sense, it's great to go see them if you just want to look for some strategies to promote and maintain your health which is what we were just talking about really with the food and setting your habits around that. If you have symptoms that you haven't been able to pinpoint a cause of, and then also if you are looking for alternative treatment methods for an existing health condition. So examples that I have experienced with are issues with your thyroid and iron deficiency. And what you can expect in your first visit is that sometimes it honestly feels like a bit of a therapy session because they are doing that holistic assessment where they ask you where you're at physically, mentally, emotionally, what's going on in your environment, do you have any external stressors, and then they get a full picture of kind of what's going on. So what I learned from my naturopath basically is that a lot of mental and emotional issues that were popping up for me could be tied back to my different vitamin levels, how I was eating, etc. So Basically, at the end of your assessment, they will recommend a treatment plan to you that will help address your specific concerns. And different things that I have done has been blood tests to determine like my iron levels, B12, B6, etc. And then prescribe supplements to help boost those vitamin levels. And then lifestyle changes, diet changes, all that kind of stuff. And would you say that that initial assessment for you took about an hour? Yes. Yes, usually the first appointment is an hour. And then from there, at least in my experience, you can have like 15-minute follow-ups, 30 minutes. But usually it's just that first appointment that goes beyond the 30-minute mark and will stretch to an hour. Yeah, and I remember leaving the office for the first time, you know, after my hour-long assessment. I literally walked out there with a folder Mm -hmm. that had to be like half an inch thick of what we were going to do, what we had talked about, and just some helpful things for me to understand their process. Yes. I had recipes to get me started. Like, mm-hmm. And I felt very excited because yes. I didn't leave questioning, you know, okay, like I just came and saw you. I'm on my own now for a little bit and I'll come back and see you in a few weeks. It was yeah. like, no, no, here is your plan. We've talked about it together. And if you have any questions, I'm here for you. You know, you don't have to come in and book an appointment. Just send me an email or call me. So Mm -hmm. I felt very reassured as a patient because I was like, oh my gosh, this is something I can do. And 
the best thing is I felt like someone was holding me accountable, especially when it came to changing the dietary habits. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. And I'm about to jump into my experience and then Laura can attest to hers as well. But I have always felt like when I go to my regular doctor, which definitely like I still go and see them once or twice a year because I know that I need to keep up on that aspect of my health. But I I have had continuous issues, especially with migraines that I'll go into the doctor and I'll say, hey, I've been having these migraines for three plus years. And basically, they'll run some tests, whatever. But if something doesn't show up on those basic tests that they run, they're like, yeah, I don't know what it is. Sorry. Here's a (laughs) Band-Aid. Yeah, they're like, here's a really fancy version of Tylenol, which leaves me feeling a bit at a loss. Because you you almost feel like you've just been kind of run through the system like they don't actually want to yeah they don't actually want to find out okay what is the root cause yeah it's like okay well here's what's going to make you feel better temporarily Mm -hmm. um you know I'll I'll get into my experience with that later but it just feels like with a natural path they're like okay we're ripping the band-aid off Mm -hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna find out what's actually wrong and why you're getting these symptoms Because it's not the symptoms that are the problem. There's something else that's actually the problem. It's the actual root. Because you know what? Your first treatment plan, it might not work or you need to rebalance it. I've never had an experience with our naturopath where she made me feel like, okay, I just don't know. So we're done working on this. If it doesn't work, she just reassesses and we start something else. Yes. Like there's always plan B and different methods because as an individual person, you know, what works for you wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily work for me or for any of our listeners. Um, yeah. You need that individualized plan, but sometimes it takes a little work to get there. Yeah. So I think I'll just list out quickly my main experiences and why I was going. So I've had four main health issues that I've gone to see the naturopath for. One of them goes like way back to when I was 17 and like let me tell you, I was so burnt out and just, I wasn't depressed, but I felt depressed because I was so burnt out. Like, do you remember senioritis? Yes. I had a bad case of senioritis. Like it was not good because I was so dedicated to like getting good grades and going to a good university that like, and I was horseback riding. Like I was just going way too hard for too long. Yeah, and so, then you had to think about, okay, what am I going to do after school? I need a great job now. Uh, yeah. Where am I going to live? <laughs> yeah, so I think I had just finished grade 12 when I started to go and see her. And basically a contributing factor to my burnout was like I was iron deficient. <laughs> so I was put on a regime. I can't remember exactly like which other supplements, but I know there was three or four. But I was on iron supplements for about two years to boost my iron. And was also recommended a variety of different foods that were basically full of iron to help boost it. And other than that, there was that time in 2017 where she basically just gave me a nutrition plan because it was like, I think I was eating too much sugar through, like I was eating too many carbs and too much sugar that I would crash frequently throughout the day. So I would eat lunch and then I would like, basically fall asleep at my desk right after, which, you know, as an intern, not a great thing. And another experience was, uh, do you remember when I literally had like gastritis in 2018? 
Yeah, I do. Like everything you were eating, you were like doubling over in pain. Yeah. So I had that. Yeah. And you can't live like that. No. So that was really helpful because she gave me something that it's almost like it was kind of like a licorice supplement sort of thing that would coat your stomach after you ate something to kind of help your stomach um, not reject it. So that was really helpful. And that was like right before our trip in 2018. So I'm really glad that we got that shit on lock because otherwise that would have been awful. Yes. <laughs> if oh that Especially with the types of food that we were eating, that would have been pretty rough on you. Yes. So that was definitely very helpful. And most recently, we have been trying to rebalance my hormones because as we've talked about in our episodes in the past, I went off birth control last year. So I've been trying to rebalance my estrogen levels because I believe that they were just too low afterwards. So I was prescribed something that would kind of help level out my estrogen and progesterone. Um, And I'm not saying that this one, it worked for a while and it kind of felt like it stopped working. So I'm kind of on a bit of a hold with that. But I would definitely recommend it because I really do believe in their holistic health approach because fundamentally, I think the focus should always be addressing the root cause and that so much more emphasis should be put on preventative measures as opposed to just like, okay, here's a Band-Aid until the next thing comes up. But my one recommendation is like, you really, really do need to be committed to your treatment plans, especially when it comes to supplements, because otherwise you're really just wasting your money. Because usually those supplement plans are like two, three months, and then you rebalance it a bit that if you only take the supplements one day a week for those few months, like you're not even giving it a chance to work, you know? Yeah, that is the one thing about naturopath health. Like it does take a little time to kick in because it is it is your body that is re-regulating itself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going back to those uh Band-Aid solutions, like, yes, those might help you immediately, but to actually fix that root problem, it takes a little time. Yes. So love the naturopath, but it is a commitment and keep that in mind if you're interested in going. And do you have any extra thoughts? Would you recommend going based on your experience? Yes, I definitely would. The naturopath really helped me. And, you know, like all things, there's, there's a time and a place that you need to have it in your life. For me, I remember seeing like a naturopath. Um, My mom took me when I was like 17 or 18. I was just having some issues post wisdom tooth surgery. I had an abscess. And from that, I kind of developed this eczema-like skin on my eyelids. Mm -hmm. So the naturopath kind of helped me with that. And I don't respond well to antibiotics. So from that, now I know like anytime I am on an antibiotic, it's not very often, but when it does come up, I make sure I take a very heavy probiotic Yeah, because my, my gut bacteria is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the first experience I had with a naturopath. And then I believe end of 2016 is when I actually regularly started seeing the naturopath I have today. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, you know, similar to you was hormonal issues. So for me, I think I might've mentioned this in a different episode, but I had very clear skin as a teenager. And then it was when I was about like 19, 20 is when I started getting cystic acne. Yeah. And if anyone ever like wants an acne 
episode. We could totally do that. Just let us know in our Discord channel. So for me, like, had done the birth control. That didn't help. I had the benzoyl peroxide cream. That helped a little bit, but, you know, it's pretty strong stuff. So I didn't want to be on it for the rest of my life. And it's not like it was actually stopping the acne. It was just helping to heal what was already breaking out. So that's when I went to the naturopath and we started with an elimination diet. Mm -hmm. So the elimination diet, um, it's really taking out a lot of the inflammatory foods from your diet Mm -hmm. and you just kind of see like, does this make a difference? You know, going back to what you're saying, you start with a plan, you rejig the plan and go from there. And then you rejig the plan again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because your body's always changing. You know, what works for you when you're 25 doesn't work for you when you're 30. Yeah. So that's where you kind of have to be respectful where you can get frustrated if the plan changes because you are constantly changing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the same thing is not always going to work for you. And yeah, so we did the no gluten, no eggs, no dairy. I thought there was something else, but maybe not. I think it was just those three. Um, I did that for six weeks and I had to keep a diary of – everything I ate, what I did, how much water I was drinking. And that I did actually notice some improvement. So after that, she just added a few things back in and kind of found out like dairy is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I just just ate ice cream. You know what? Today, Sometimes so. you just have to sa- make the sacrifice and eat the freaking ice cream. Exactly. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. And so Alongside the elimination diet, the other thing we did was like you, I went on a couple of supplements. She didn't have me on very many. There was just one that was for balancing hormones and I'm trying to remember the name. I think it was like FemMed or something. You might have been on like something similar to me. Like it was kind of like I think Astro so. just Matrix like different or brand something. Name. Yeah, yeah. It was like Estromed or, or something. Yeah. Fem Estro, um, which was just like an herbal – supplement to help keep my hormones balanced throughout my cycle. Mm -hmm. And I kind of did that for a little bit. I went probably every six months, maybe less, like probably between four and six months, I would go see her and we would just sit and talk about how it was going. And it was constantly improving. It wasn't perfect yet. And then as we definitely mentioned in our natural cycle episode, I had gone off the birth control in June of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I actually, you know, went to my main doctor for guidance and I went to the naturopath as well. Mm-hmm. And she came up with like a very good plan of just, you know, okay, here's what you can expect for symptoms as you come off the birth control. You know, we can do supplements if you want, but she's like, I think for right now, I just want to see what happens with you. Mm-hmm. And if you need some intervention, then we'll we'll step in. Yeah. Um, and then she also gave me some information on like natural birth control methods. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to name them all right now, but <laughs> just that kind of kind of stuff. So, you know, my partner and I, and we're still safe. Yeah. So that was last year. And that like, that is when I really started noticing that my acne got better. And of course I had like months where it was good and months where it's bad. So definitely like the birth control pill was interfering with my acne. So it's kind of nice now that it's uh, it's way better. That's good. Than it used to be. And it's just like a combination of things. You know, you got to try a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But yeah, that's pretty much my experience with the naturopath. 
Patience is key, guys. Patience is key. Yeah, it really is a journey. Now, cost-wise, what would you say, Rachel? I think the average session, 30 minutes, is like maybe 125 bucks. It's that or a little bit less. Yeah, I think like the the hour-long initial consult is like 150 I think so, yes. Yes, and yeah. Like very, it was like 95 or 100 for like half-hour session. Yeah, like it's very affordable considering – what it is but obviously like you do have to purchase your supplements if you are um gonna go on one of those treatment plans because that kind of stuff isn't covered by uh, at least in Ontario not covered by OHIP so I don't know about elsewhere uh and I think the blood tests as well you have to pay for with the natural yeah and that was about 250 dollars I never got the blood test um we thought we talked about it a little bit but for like my budget at the time, yeah. she was just like, well, we can just try the elimination diet. She's like, it takes longer because you have to, you know, wait six weeks and see how you feel, but it does save you 250 Yes. So, you know, there are different options uh, when it comes to that, mm-hmm. but, you know, it really depends on how much intervention you need. Yep. So that's something that can be affordable, but it can also be very expensive. Yeah. And if you're working somewhere that gives you benefits or say you're in at university and they have a benefit plan, just check them out because I think a lot of benefit plans now do cover naturopathic visits, at least up to like a certain amount each year. Yeah. Like I think the average is around $500. So let's say you went once a quarter, that's pretty much your whole year paid for. Yeah. So pretty great if that's an option for you. But leaving the topic of the naturopath behind, I am going to put you into the spotlight, Laura, Mm -hmm. to talk about our next two topics, which is the uh, chiropractor and acupuncture, because I honestly have no experience with this. So it's going to be a big education for me. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about them separately. Okay. Um, let's start with chiropractor. All right. Now, chiropractor, that is uh, the one that cracks your bones, not <laughs> not literally, but <laughs> that's kind of what they've earned the reputation as. So I first started seeing a chiropractor when I was about 14 years old, mm-hmm. and it really became part of my maintenance program when it came to riding and competing on horses. So, you know, as a horseback rider, you fall on the ground. Many times. Yes. Um, I've definitely fallen off more times than I can count. And the first time I saw it, I actually had a bit of a crash on one of my ponies where the pony flipped over and, and landed on me. Oh. Um, it happens. It happens. But when you're young, <laughs> when you're young, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So I was totally fine. Um, I had a couple little scratches. But my mom, who had been seeing a chiropractor for – quite a long time before that she was like you know what you're pretty athletic and I wanted you to make it to adulthood in one piece yes (laughs) so let's go to the chiropractor and so I went there the assessment is always just like they take a look at you they ask about injuries and they're going to kind of feel all your muscles and just kind of check out your alignment and everything and kind of look are you standing straight does anything hurt just stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then of course they give you the standard adjustment where they have a bunch of manipulations that they put your body into. Mm -hmm. And 
it's kind of hard to explain because you're not physically moving bones. Yes. Like that's just a ridiculous notion. What's actually happening is they are releasing the gas that is in your cartilage. Okay. Um, and sorry, like in your tissues in between your joints. Mm-hmm. So whenever you like crack your fingers, that is literally just gas escaping between okay. between your fingers. Okay. So it's very much the same type of thing when they're doing that to your back your shoulder blades, your neck, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like any type of medicine, there is some risk to it of injury, stiffness, soreness. Mm-hmm. So something to be aware of. But as an athlete, I really do see the benefit of it because I can always feel either I'm sitting or standing or I'm on a horse. I can feel if I have something that's just not quite in the right spot and going regularly to a chiropractor, he just kind of gives that readjustment and then I'm kind of back in alignment and I find that I can perform better. Yeah, that's yeah. generally what my understanding was. My only experience yeah. is like a distant memory of being like 13 and them testing my reflexes with that little hammer. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of funny. Um, so I was seeing the same chiropractor for – almost 15 years and then when I moved obviously it was just too difficult to go to my hometown for a chiropractic adjustment so I actually found a new one uh, down in the city Mm -hmm. and it's kind of interesting so the one I was going to before when I started seeing him he was a fairly recent grad Mm -hmm. so he had like all the new medical terminology of that time Mm -hmm. and now I'm seeing a friend of my boyfriend's who now has all the current medical uh, terminology having to do with the chiropractic field. Yes. So it's very interesting. And he was amazing when it came to the initial assessment. Like it literally took an hour. Mm -hmm. Very similar to the naturopath. He asked about my stress levels, my life, my physical activity, my injuries, what's bothering me. And then he did a full physical assessment. And he's like, okay, I noticed you do this on your right side. Your shoulder is just a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. Um, Your hip isn't quite straight. And then he tested all of my reflex points, found all the spots that I hurt. And then uh, just dipping a little bit into the acupuncture, he actually did acupuncture on my one shoulder, which I was not expecting. Wow. But he is a fully licensed acupuncturist as well. So it's something that he likes to work into his treatment plans because, you know, your bone and your muscle is very hand in hand when it comes to alignment. Mm Mm-hmm. So he's able to get that release of the muscle before he goes in and adjusts your your vertebrae. Wow! So it was quite the quite the experience. Um, yeah, that like, seems very. Oh, I didn't know we were doing this. And he's just like, yeah, this is what we do now, and I was like, wow. So it was pretty amazing just to kind of go old school versus new school. Yeah, that seems very a lot more holistic than what I remember it being. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of nice to see someone who cared very much about their education. Like he had um, experience in different uh, types of chiropractic work, different types of physiotherapy, different types of acupuncturists. Like, so he could really tailor his services to exactly what you needed. Mm -hmm. And I do have to say like in terms of frequency of how much you could go, like if I could have it my way, I would go probably once a month. Yeah. For an adjustment, I probably go every other month, every two months. It really just depends on how I'm feeling. If you're going to a chiropractor for the first time, 
you're going to have more of that standard treatment plan where you're probably going to go like once a week or every other week for about a month or two, depending on your needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can start to space it out. Mm-hmm. And in terms of cost, this was kind of a jump. And I don't know if this is like small town versus big city pricing. My standard, go in, get adjusted. You're there for less than 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Cost about $30, $35. Okay. And in the city, the initial treatment cost 110 Okay. I think that's pretty that was reasonable. Like- Considering you were there for an hour. Yeah, it was an hour long plus acupuncture plus an adjustment. So like I definitely felt the value Mm -hmm. of it. And then going forward, I think if I go back, it's like in a half hour session or a 45 minute session where I would get the acupuncture and the adjustment. And it's about $70, I think, $65 to $75. Okay. So still not bad, but like, you know, you're getting – a little bit more bang for your buck where my other place, you know, yes, he knows me so well. He, so he can kind of just go like, click, click, click. There you go. Mm-hmm. You're kind of in and out the door really fast. So I actually do quite like my, my new guy and I've only been to see him once right now, which was just about three, four weeks ago. So I'm due for another adjustment soon. So I'm kind of excited to see what his treatment plan for me is. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and especially that there's the acupuncture involved too, because I know that that side of things is very important for you as well. So that's great that it combines the two. Exactly. And it was something I was not expecting. And he was just like, Are you okay if we do this? And I'm just like, Absolutely. Because like I'm very familiar with acupuncture now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, Yep, put those needles in. I'm, I'm for it. So <laughs> he treated my left shoulder, which is the one that. I've just had a few horses yank on mm-hmm. pretty hard over the years or been dragged by. So it's definitely a point that's a little bit tender for me. Yeah. And yeah, he found all the spots and really loosened up the muscles before he got to work. And I found that made my adjustment last longer. I didn't get the pain. Well, just more like the discomfort as soon as I know, as I would before. That's great. Yeah. On the topic of acupuncture, can you tell us a bit more about that as well? Because... I have even less experience in that than I do chiropractic work. So yeah, absolutely. So acupuncture is a little bit new for me. I did my very first treatment in December of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I actually heard about it on a podcast. And they were talking about acupuncture being very good for treating acne and hormonal problems, pain, really a bunch of different things. So when I looked at my benefits plan with work, I noticed that acupuncture was one of the things listed on there. So I said, you know, why not? Might as well try it. Mm -hmm. And the first one I went to, so there are different types of acupuncture. There's kind of, I don't want to say like the Western and the Eastern method, but kind of. Okay. So I went, I, I found a place and I started off there. How it kind of went was We had like a quick little chat about my health and what I was trying to achieve, which was Mm -hmm. definitely working on my skin. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of get on the table. uh, If you are going, wear a bra that you can unclip and shorts. Just Mm -hmm. a little tidbit there. And she pretty much started at my knee, put the needles in, worked down my right leg and then up the left side of my body and finished the right side of my body and then like put the needles right in my face. Okay. So I kind of had like what felt like 200 needles. I'm sure it was not 200 needles. 
Uh, <laughs> it feel like a lot. And then I was just had to lay on the table for I'm not really sure how long it was. It was somewhere between like 20, 30 minutes for mm-hmm. the treatment to to set in. And I wasn't like overly comfortable just because I felt like I was like on the butcher table. Like, you know, you got the butcher paper on the you feel like on the table felt like a bit of a pin cushion a little bit so I was just like I don't know if this is relaxing or not (laughs) so yeah she came back in took all the needles out and I was like dazed after my first treatment Mm -hmm. I was just kind of sitting there and I was like so fucking chill I was just like wow everything's moving so slow I like shuffled to my car. I'm pretty sure I drove 40 all the way home (laughs) because and you're also you're also sitting in the car. Like, can I actually drive right now? (laughs) Yeah, I think I might have texted you. I'm just like, I don't know if I should drive right now. I think I should wait a few minutes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, like you're very calm after and tired, so you definitely sleep well after the acupuncture. So I didn't like see any immediate benefits to it like my skin was definitely bright because it it gets your blood flowing and it's supposed to be unblocking the energy and your your chi mm-hmm. within your body. I'm sorry I cannot explain all of that side that is just well above what I know about acupuncture yeah. and how your your body works in terms of traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm sorry I, I'm not going to explain that part. That's what Google is for and YouTube. Yeah. So The only thing about that session, I was there probably an hour and it did cost me like $140. So definitely expensive, especially with acupuncture. It's something where you need to consistently go at first and then you can kind of back off on the treatments. Very similar to, you know, naturopath and and chiral work. So for me, I was just like, uh, like I'm a little unsure just because I don't really know what this medicine is about yet. And just for my budget, that's pretty steep for something I might have to go do weekly for like a month or two. Um, mm-hmm. I've burned through my benefits very fast. Oof. So <laughs> that's when I did start kind of looking around. And I also had to drive like right down into the city, which for for where I live, like that was pretty tough. I had to pay for parking and it was just like, uh, you know, no one wants to drive downtown. So it just really wasn't convenient for me to get to, especially with that added cost of like gas and parking and all that stuff. So I started doing research of an office that was a little closer to my home. And, you know, when the stars align, I found someone who was literally 10 minutes down the road from me and her initial consultation fee was $85. So huge difference in my opinion of how far I could go with my benefits. And I just had such a good feeling when I went in her office. Like it was very zen and she had calming music. And we literally talked for a good half hour about everything. And even before I went, I had to fill out this, I don't know, 10 page health consultation. So she'd know everything about my medical history. Mm-hmm. and she was just so personable like you know she knows all my horses names and asks how they're doing every time I go in um <laughs> she's just like a lovely person so something I'm a big advocate for is whoever you're working with in your medical team or treatment plans like you need to like the people and they need to get along with you and I think that's really important for 
getting anywhere in your health. So she is absolutely wonderful. And she actually does a little bit different style of acupuncture. So she does the Japanese method. And I'm probably going to be a little rough on the description here, but it's actually smaller needles. So I find it actually quite relaxing and gentle when Mm -hmm. I'm in there because she kind of starts with me lying on my back and she will press on certain points of my stomach and it's it's kind of crazy what she can feel. She'd be like, oh, are you tight here? And I'm like, yes, I am tight there. So she'll go mm-hmm. down to my shin. She'll find an acupressure point on my shin, hold it down, press on my stomach. And uh, it's like amazing. The pain is gone. Wow. So it's, yeah, it's like it, I, it's magic t- to me. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't actually put any needles in on my stomach. She then just takes the pinhead of a needle and she hits on all of the... Um, the spots Mm -hmm. and then I actually get I roll over and I'm on my stomach and you know my left shoulder she will work on that and get the muscle to relax and she'll also do like a few other little spots and I literally don't feel the needles going in wow and I fall asleep every time because she puts the heating lamp on me I'm under a nice (laughs) blanket and I am out cold (laughs) um I love it (laughs) yeah and then she'll also hold a spot on my back and I'm pretty sure you know, obviously I can't see a clock when we're doing this, but I'm pretty sure we stay there for about like 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. After that, um, I roll back over on my back and she does the work on my shins. So, you know, there's no needles all over my body. And again, you cannot really feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just kind of feel like a little tapping on there. Like it's so light that, again, I fall asleep every time. Mm-hmm. And she also uses this really cool herb that is called moxibustion mm-hmm. that she lights on fire. Nice. So, yep, it's like pyrotechnic when you're getting a treatment. Mm-hmm. And she will alternate between like acupressure points and the herb. And what this herb is supposed to do is it's supposed to stimulate your blood and really get your energy going. And I can feel it when I'm just laying on the, the bed there. I'll feel the heat come up through my body. I'll go through moments of relaxation, but then I also feel like my heart will race a little bit. So it's very interesting when you're just laying there and feeling all the sensations. And really, I've seen amazing results, you know, and this is me personally, this is not for everyone. Yeah. Of my cystic acne is really non-existent anymore. Like obviously I get the odd breakout, especially because we have to wear masks all the time and it gets hot and dirty and, and all that kind of stuff. And but, just straight up gross. Yeah. Yeah. Like try try <laughs> being in a bar and wearing a mask and it's like 30 degrees. Not pretty. Ugh. It ain't pretty. Um, so that's really, yeah. Yeah. That is really like the only reason why I will get any acne on my face now. But a hot spot for me used to be right around my mouth. And, you know, looking at um, a Chinese face map, that is the hot spot for any hormonal issues. And I literally don't get anything there anymore. I might like the week before my period get something tiny that is literally gone within a day or two. So for me, this has been the thing that has really worked for my body. So I would recommend if, if anyone's struggling with hormonal acne or hormones in general, definitely try it out. Uh, Japanese method if, if you can, but, you know, all acupuncture is good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of like 
my acupuncture journey. I've been going for about six months now. Originally, I did go weekly for probably Mm -hmm. the first six weeks, eight weeks. And then now I back it out to like twice a month. Love that. Yeah. Got to give that a try. Yes. No, you really should. But you got to find the right one. And I think that's like – that goes for any – type of like even like like a regular doctor or a holistic doctor you know try people out and find the one that's going to work for you yeah no I really want to look into that because I've always been interested in it but I'm also scared of like little needles so might be a bit of a test for me I think yeah if you're if you're kind of squeamish about needles might not be the best thing or at least you know go with the Japanese style where it's very small minimal because you can definitely feel like when I have like a knot in in my back, um, mm-hmm. she'll she'll dig in there. They'll go deep with those needles, and like you do feel achy after. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a very common symptom of of acupuncture because they're literally creating micro injuries when it comes to um, you know scars or muscle aches or anything like that. They're trying to create. That, that small industry, that industry uh, injury so that more blood will come to heal. Um, okay. So that is one thing. Like I've definitely had some treatments before where the next day like my shoulder is pretty stiff or whatever, but then like a f- couple days later I feel fantastic. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Love yeah, that so for you. I'm glad that it's working. Yeah. No, thank you. It's kind of nice because like for a long time it felt like nothing was really working. Yeah. And this has been my saving grace, I must yeah. say. And like so, going back to like similar to me talking about the headaches and then like going to the naturopath for that, like when it's constantly like nothing's working, it's so discouraging. It really is. And, you know, like I said before, we can definitely go more in depth about our hormonal problems because I, I feel like they are very common. Mm-hmm. For women, and I don't know if you need someone to find solace in. Oh, I, I can definitely open up about my acne journey and how hard that's been. You with the so, acne, me with the debilitating migraines. Love that. Yeah, part. we're quite the pair. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I think we have one more holistic health that we wanted to touch on today. But uh, yes. Rachel, why don't you explain what that last one is? All right, so. This one is definitely more accepted now, but I feel like it probably was definitely looked at as a bit of like woo-woo in the past. So I do a lot of energy healing work and a more refined definition of that is Reiki, but I can't necessarily speak to Reiki too much as a whole because I think in my understanding that works more with your physical like physical health and symptoms where when I say energy healing, like we're more working with um, energy blocks in my emotional body. But Reiki in general is a spiritual healing method that originated in Japan. And in summary, basically the practitioner is using their energy through their hands to stimulate your life force energy, which basically in moving the energy around your body because they'll kind of do like small hand movements. I don't know. You've done a session before, right? Um, kind of. So I was getting a massage once and mm-hmm. the masseuse had asked like, oh, do you mind if I do some Reiki on you? And I was like, I'm always intrigued by 
uh, different treatment things. So I said, sure. And she had kind of put her hands on the side of my head. And I just remember yeah. seeing like a lot of rainbow colors. So yes. it was very short. So like, I, I think it's very different from what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have experience with horse Reiki, but I'll let you finish your, your personal stuff first. Okay. Usually uh, it's no contact. Like they just kind of move their hands above your body, but sometimes it can be hands-on, which sounds like yours was. And uh, No, no, it was like beside. Like she was oh, close wasn't. to my head, okay. but she wasn't like touching my head. Okay. So yes, hands off. The intention is guiding energy around your body to stimulate self-healing. So it's definitely a longer going um like you need to go see them for a while so I've been going for about six months and I see her every two weeks now um just before you go any further is this something that is physical health or mental health for you so for me it's mental which is why I, I can't really speak on the physical side like the physical benefits of Reiki so I'm kind of going to move past that for now I just wanted everyone to kind of know what it was but we actually do it uh through zoom because since it's no contact it's mainly just your energy connecting with the other person that she can work with me so she'll keep doing like her reiki movements over zoom and we'll kind of focus on different like kind of go down my body energetically sort of thing so what she is doing is helping me channel positive energy through my body to help work through emotional blockages It's been helpful for me to work through my emotional trauma. So basically how I do it with her is she kind of leads me through like a guided meditation while doing the Reiki work. So she's talking to me the whole time while helping channel the energy through my body. What she's focusing on is breaking down blockages because then that's allowing positive energy to flow through you freely Mm. because often, have you ever noticed that when you have like a trauma or something you need to work through that you feel it in a certain part of your body. Yes. Like it feels stuck. So yeah, basically, mine is always like in my chest. Yes. So with what she's doing is it's basically pulling in light energy into your body, moving it around and focusing it on those areas of blockages to try to kind of sweep out that energy and then kind of create a free path for energy to move around so that, you know, like you were talking about, with acupuncture, like your chi and stuff, it just boosts. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's like the external treatment of moving your your chi instead of, you know, the Inter- physical yeah. hands-on internal. Yes. So I started going for emotional stuff because I felt like I still, before I got into the relationship that I'm in now, it was like I kept having these energetic walls come up whenever somebody was interested in me or I was inter- interested in somebody. So I was like repeating a pattern with relationships and I had been seeing a traditional therapist at the time and like, don't get me wrong, she was great and I definitely needed to see her to figure out what the past issue was that I needed to work through, like could not speak more highly of her. But I had gotten to a point where like she wasn't necessarily helping me anymore because all that we were really doing was kind of forcing me to go back to relive the trauma, you know? She was like, okay, let's go, let's go back and like reinterpret the situation. But it's like when you've been doing that for a while, it starts to get kind of like it's draining. Like it's like continuously reopening the wound. Yes. And so you needed a little bit more intervention, I'm going to say, to actually move past that. And 
Um, I know at the beginning you kind of said that Reiki is kind of considered a little woo-woo, but really when you think about it, going back to scientific basics of our of our world, everything is energy-based. Yes. So to me personally, this is something that makes sense. Yes. To treat the energy around you and within you to bring in that more positive light. Yeah. And, you know, she would never make me relive any memories. Like we would talk a bit about it before. Like she would be like, okay, what's the issue that's come up? Just tell me a little bit about it. We don't need to go through a play by play. And in going over it, that energy would come up in me. So it was easy for her to address it and then kind of clear that blockage because it was kind of past the point of my emotional body and my mental body. And it was literally like, energy blockages in my physical body that were stopping me and honestly definitely helped a lot I couldn't recommend it more and I feel like way happier and all through like the process of me getting together with my current boyfriend because I would see her and it was kind of like every time we entered a new stage in the courting process, if you will, it was like something new would come up and I would like panic. So we would work through that together and kind of do a meditation and some energy clearing. Then I would see him again and it like wasn't an issue at all. Right. And just like from an outside perspective, like I could notice that change mm-hmm. in you because like just being along for the ride for your past relationships your patterns were very prevalent. And then finally, with her help, I was like, oh my gosh, you didn't do this Mm -hmm. this time. So I don't know. I think it worked for you for sure. And especially when it comes to like energy work and stuff, whether you believe in it or not, and whether it was her moving energy around in me or I just finally had the resolve to fix my shit, it did work. And just having her support made all the difference because just having somebody that I could truly trust and be like, okay, I feel safe to go to that energetic place with you like made all the difference because especially with energy healing and reiki like yes they are moving the energy around but it's your body doing the healing and clearing the blockages so yeah just having someone to trust was great and honestly like I don't have that many blockages that I want to work through now but I continue to see her every two weeks just because like little things will come up in my daily life or you know as we talked about retrograde brought up a lot of shit that I'll just kind of see her and I'll be like, Hey, this stuff has been happening over the past two weeks. This was a bit triggering. And she'll be like, all right, let's work through it. And then just kind of clearing that stuff out as opposed to letting it bottle up over the course of like six months. Right now, how long was an individual session? We run from anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. So actually quite a long time. Yeah, quite a long time. So usually it's like the first 20 minutes we spend talking about where I'm at that week. Right. And then about 40 minutes is the actual healing session, like 30 to 40 minutes. And then there's a bit of talk after. The one thing is, is that we're also personal friends. So sometimes I feel like we get to that hour and a half mark because we're shooting the shit. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. But uh, no, I've definitely had sessions where like the meditation part was an hour long and it's almost like kind of funny because as the energy is moving around it's like your body is like readjusting itself it's a very strange thing but it's kind of cool yeah no I it's definitely something like I want to try for myself personally um Mm -hmm. how much does an average session cost so I get the family and friends discount so I spend like a 100 bucks on it okay uh for each session but the average um 
just if you were going to a practitioner is about 125, I think was the traditional rate she would charge. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, just if I steal your steal your role here. Um, mm-hmm. So I personally don't really have a lot of Reiki experience on myself, but something I have recently been doing is having Reiki treatments done on my horse. And mm-hmm. he is my my older guy who is retired and he's developed some arthritis and, you know, he's in his 20s. So it's just something that kind of happens as they age. And for me, the most important thing is that he is staying mobile and comfortable. And that was just something that um, a friend of mine had had offered. She said, hey, you know, I do Reiki. If you want, we can try it out. Let me know if you see a difference. So she is currently doing um, six hours worth of of work on him. And Mm -hmm. it is done from a distance. And um, it's... (laughs) It's pretty cool because actually last week I was just giving her an update on how he was looking and how he was feeling. And she's like, you know, would you mind if I came and did an in-person treatment? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Like, I'd, I'd love to see how it's done. And just a little bit about my horse. He's he's very, like, personal with people who he knows. But for people who don't ever really interact with him, he's not shy, but, like, like he's not very cuddly. He's a bit and, distant. Yeah. So one thing I need to mention about the Reiki healer that was coming, she is also an animal communicator and she is my spiritual therapist. So it was kind of funny that, you know, as she's doing these distance sessions, she is actually talking to my horse and apparently he's a very chatty man. Um, yes. He likes to interrupt her at night <laughs> to let her know about his day because he does such exciting things out in his field with his friend. And one thing that was very cute was that before she had come over, she's like, sorry, I'm late. I had to stop and get some licorice. And I was like, oh, like, okay. And she's like, he told me that I wasn't allowed to come until I brought licorice. Oh my, like, god. oh my god he would he would tell you and and she's just like and it couldn't be any kind of licorice it had to be red licorice <laughs> so sure enough he's hanging out in his little shed and he sees her and she has never met my horse in person okay like mm-hmm. and he sees her and just comes trotting over to the fence does not give a fuck that i'm there <laughs> he's just like hey mom <laughs> up goes into her pocket and out comes the red licorice and he's just like oh thank you and like he is just loving on her and I'm just like okay I've never seen my horse do this Mm -hmm. and she immediately gets started into the treatment and I'm watching him and he's literally just standing there so still like we didn't even have him tied up like he's literally standing in the middle of the field with her and then he would turn and he would move her hand a little bit to the spot where he wanted her to put the treatment on Mm-hmm. And it was just a very amazing process. And one thing she had said, you know, the the in-person treatment is very strong because um, she'd only been doing distance stuff. So, you know, he would let her treat him for a few minutes at a time. And then he would kind of like pick up the other foot saying like, I don't want you touching this one. I want you to touch this one now. So she kept having to move to different like spots on his body for her to mm-hmm. treat. And like, they're having this whole conversation and I'm just like sitting on the fence being like, all right, this is really cool to watch because normally my horse would be like head up in the air. Who are you? Why are you touching me? And he's acting like he's 
hung out with her every day of his life. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing, and now this is maybe more on the physical side of Reiki treatment. You can actually, you know, similar to acupuncture, you can be kind of sore after. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know, after she was done the treatment, you know, my horse was 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 pretty lame. And yeah, it was just like he had so much energy in his body that um, like the spots that do bother him bothered a little more. But then the next day he was much sounder than he mm-hmm. was before the treatment. So, yeah, you know, it's pretty amazing. It's something I definitely want to get into myself. Yeah, that that's my Reiki <laughs> experience. That's amazing. So the horse likes it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that horse is literally like, I like three people. And it's you, my coach, and Rachel. Yeah, he's kind of like a little stuck up, you know. He is. So the fact that he was that welcoming with her is great. (laughs) Oh, like absolutely loved her, ignored me. And I was just like, okay, you're not hurting my feelings at all. You're like, it's not like I loved you. I know. He was just like, I don't even care that you're visiting me. (laughs) And you're like, okay. I know. It's just like, fine. I'm, I'm like, I'm glad you have a new friend. It makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I honestly don't have much more to say on Reiki. That's really cool. Uh, it's honestly my favorite, a natural health method, I guess, that I've tried. It's like something that's very sustainable that I can keep going on for like a while. And like once one thing gets cleared, something else comes up. You know what I mean? So it's feels like you're always working towards something yeah it almost sounds like it's the holistic method to mental health I don't know if I'm like going out on a limb there with with saying that um Mm -hmm. but yeah just another method to try if you've tried normal therapy yeah you know I think it's very important that you experiment with different things you know just how we talk about with food and and workouts you know keep trying until you find something you like you know Mm -hmm. keep trying different um remedies until you find something you like yeah and like I said before like traditional therapy I definitely needed for a time but eventually it is re-traumatizing to have to re-experience traumatic events so I just I needed to take a halt from it and like maybe I'll start going back to traditional therapy again in the future so I'm not knocking it at all but honestly like it's great to just feel like you're addressing a deeper issue without having to have a play-by-play. Yeah. And, you know, like we've said a few times in this episode, there's a time and a place for different things. Yes. Yes. That summarizes the whole episode right there. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So, you know, just before we sign off here, I just want to let everyone know that our Discord server is now live, and I don't know about you, but I love to comment and connect with podcast hosts and other listeners, so please definitely check it out. Discord's very easy to use. I figured it out pretty quick, so if I can do it, you can definitely mm-hmm. do it too, and uh, the Discord is linked in our show notes below, but the server is called the tea with laura and rachel podcast so very easy to find um our podcast is available on apple uh, podcasts spotify it's going to be live on google soon and it's also available on youtube if you like to throw a video on and just kind of listen to it in the background while you work or whatever you're doing that day so with that anything else you want to say rachel nope All right, then. Do I get to do the sign-off first since I did the opening first today? Oh, I guess so. I don't know if I'm ready to to echo you, though. I don't know.
Oh, I'll try. Oh, let's give let's give it a try. Okay. All right, guys. Until next time, live like tea. Live like tea. <laughs> <laughs>